BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. asking it's not like prerequisite or anything you know like i find out like a lot of people don't really watch it well i feel like it's the opposite i feel like everyone is watching it except for me and i i just i don't know mm. i i want to be in the know and yeah. so i like <laughs> brian had me watch the oklahoma bathroom scene last night yeah I really enjoyed so it. good that was a cute moment that was that's fun. a good it's it's like the best one so far it's probably gonna be mm-hmm. the best one of this entire season because it's all the girls in one place yes um i love yeah. to see that and i also Ensemble. really like the outfit yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like Oklahoma outfit yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone we're talking about euphoria but uh he doesn't watch it so i don't i don't it's the extent of what we'll be talking me. about yeah i'm such a baby but i'll talk about the <laughs> oklahoma outfit all day yeah Love that. Everyone, welcome back to the B-List. I'm here again with a return guest. His name is Evan Real. He's formerly a reporter with Us Weekly, also Bachelor Nation, but now you work for Page Six. You're doing all yes. their um, digital, right? Like their online reporting. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm online. Yeah. I, I live in the East there. My, I've not had a print byline yet, although I hear that can happen. So one day. Okay, yeah. It might happen. <laughs> You've been all over the place though, like with um, not all over the place, but like all over the news because you're breaking all these stories. I mean, you, I, I don't watch Vanderpump Rules, but you, right? Didn't you like cover some feud between like Gigi from sh- two shows that I don't watch, Shaws of Sunset, and someone from Vanderpump Rules? What's yeah, like a- so, <laughs> so I ended up interviewing that. Lala Kent over. Okay. She's always the fighting holidays. Now. Yeah, she is. And that's that's why yeah. we love her. That's I <laughs> always, always wants to give us Lala and uh-huh. I keep coming back for more of it. I, I love her so much. And so I've had the opportunity to interview her during 
that weird week between Christmas and New Year's where time and space do not <laughs> where everyone's exist. just fighting. <laughs> yeah, I get, yeah, exactly. So she Everyone was just, just like online. joining in. Yeah. And so I interviewed her and it was originally set up as an interview to, or what I thought was going to be an interview to promote her beauty brand. And she just had mm-hmm. this very like contentious breakup with cheating allegations and all this stuff. And so, you know, I'm mm-hmm. page six and it's my job to ask the juicy question. So I thought mm-hmm. we talked about the makeup for a little bit. And then I could throw in like two questions about the breakup. Well, she came ready to rock. And we talked about the breakup, like from every angle. And I was like, so excited and so pleased. And we had this like amazing conversation and there were mm-hmm. tears and we both connected over our like dead fathers. Like it, it was okay. like this like wow. amazing conversation. Um, uh-huh. And so we rolled it out. We posted like several stories from it. And Gigi from Shaz is really good friends with Randall, Lala's ex. Okay. And we posted part of the interview on And our he's Instagram. a dirtbag, right? He's like, like kind of, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Yes. I, From that, what I gather. That's a, a, a safe description. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so Gigi's a friend and we posted part of the interview on page six's Instagram. And we posted the clip where she was talking about all the red flags she saw in the relationship. And so Gigi chimed in the comment section and was talking about, well, if you saw all those red flags, like, how did you keep it going for so long? And blah, blah, blah. And then the girls were fighting and yeah. then it just like snowballed from there. I don't like that. Like, that's very pick me energy. Like, what? Like, stay yes. out of it. You're not in the relationship. That's so. It was weird. So clearly she like chose a side. I think she's just girl, trying Gigi to get a role. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think she's just trying to get a role in one of Randall Emmett's straight to DVD films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. Vanderpump Rules is one of those shows. That's like my, well, it's not even because like not even everyone even watches it. Right. Doesn't it like it's kind of flopping right now. Right. Like, I mean, it's like it's a, it's, it, so. it's hard, I think, for the fandom because Stasi and Kristen are gone. And, and they were like the lighting rods of like drama yes. and trashiness. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then like uh, Katie, who was so it was the three of them that were the witches of WeHo and they started all the drama and they had this like bad bitch mean girl energy to them. Not mm-hmm. and when I say mean girl, it's like, not, I mean, like, I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's like, like in a fun yeah. mean girl kind of way. Yeah. And Katie is still on the show. And the reason she's still on the show is because she's not racist. <laughs> exactly so I actually she I didn't get caught yeah right I, I interviewed Katie recently and I asked her you know like is there a pathway for Kristen and Stassi uh-huh. to come back like do those conversations happen behind the scenes and she was really tight-lipped about it but basically mm-hmm. she told me that like in her dream world they would come back to the show and I, I think that might be because I, I think the ratings have slipped a little bit the excitement yeah. about the show has slipped a little bit but it's like enough about it but i'm also a little bit tuned out to like that part of the bravo world like if i don't watch yeah. it i'm not like you know yeah, what, I mean? what are your like big bravo blind spots because i have a few well i was talking about it the other day because I, I guessed it on another podcast um shout out sarah galley you know dame dame galley sarah galley um her show's called andy's girls you guys yeah. go check it yeah. out it's a fun interview um but she's like very that's like all she talks about is bravo but like lately i'm less enthused about a lot of it like i don't know there's just so much racism and stuff and like people getting it's exhausting as a brown person so i'm like there's just like so many shows that are like giving me more right now um but i don't know maybe it's just the time of the year too like um i just recently got into cheer too we'll talk about that 
Yeah, there's like a bunch so of good. other shows that are not Bravo stuff that I'm really into. But yeah. you know what? Jersey's coming back. So that's like something. Uh, we'll I know. That. I'm so pumped. Wait, before we get into all that, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You're it's good? been like yeah. January has been such uh, a crazy month. Mm. I, I got COVID. Mm. Um, which, you got the Omicron? You got Omarion? I think I got Omarion. And Omarion <sighs> like, was pretty kind to me. I didn't have any symptoms. Okay which was nice um brian my boyfriend he also got COVID, and all he had was a cough um and so it, it mm-hmm. wasn't too bad but i think it was just like the anxiety i felt from it was really yeah yeah tough because you read all these things like you know you'll have like all these heart issues and then your teeth will fall out and then you i don't Wait, know people's teeth are falling out i i there were i read something about people's teeth <laughs> oh yeah, but maybe i don't no, know like oh my I, god yeah i th- that was like at the the peak of my anxiety and i was just googling things and searching around and i don't even know why because i didn't feel anything but then I, I don't know i was scared my teeth were about to fall out so oh my god so that so that was that but then on top of that like work has been really busy lately uh-huh. which has been really nice um but i just i feel like i haven't been able to like come up for air all of january and i was talking to an astrologer and I'm really okay. big into astrology, and apparently, you know, I January, am a little bit too. Okay. Yeah, apparently yeah. January is like gonna like my busiest work month of 2022. So we're getting it. All okay, out of the got way. out of the way now. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what well, about you? It's, How good are that, you? it's good that you got a Marion out of the way. Yeah. You know, I've never gotten COVID. In, in all this time. No. No. But I mean, I'm I was really good. 2020, I was really good. I was pretty yeah. good in 2021 too. I've definitely relaxed now. I'm like, whatever. But how you know, I'm definitely people I'm wear your masks and get boosted and all that stuff, everyone. But um, what are you gonna do? I know, yeah. I'm going to like a group dinner thing tonight and I, like I'm a little nervous about it, but like I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know Let's I see. find myself I even go to bars that I hate now. Like I'm like, I'm back to doing that. I'm like, yeah. I hate that place, but I'll still go because I need something to fucking do. <laughs> yeah. When before it was like, I if I really don't want to go, then I'm definitely not gonna go because it's a Marion. But now I'm just like, yeah, oh, well, fuck it. I gotta like get out of this house. Yes. Um so yeah, I don't know. Everything's good though. Um everyone's dying though. So that's <laughs> I I know. Yeah, like I'm busy at work, everyone's dying, which makes work even busier. So <laughs> I, I it's it's Mugler, been really Terry sad. Mugler. I know. Also, that I didn't like, yeah. And I didn't realize how like hot he was. He was hot like, in his, yeah. He was like really well. He changed a lot over the years, but you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Everyone was like, posting those throwback his, photos. I don't so know enough about his that, like. That was the work. immediate thing that I was yeah intrigued by. Uh, apparently, he got in a really bad car crash and had oh. to like reconstruct his face. Okay. Okay. No. Oh. Because I thought I thought it was just like plastic like surgery a, addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, apparently huh. it was because of a bad car accident. But he was he was hot. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's such an amazing designer, though. I mean, you don't realize how many people were inspired by his by his work. I mean, obviously, I grew up watching Too Funky by George Michael. That was like one of my still is one of my favorite music videos. Um, but everyone, I, everybody was sin, like doing all these tributes and homages and stuff. But I noticed that like Cardi B hasn't said anything. Which is weird because she like has she's such like, a moment. Yeah, like with him, him, like she was a muse of his and she was like, you know, uh, going to events with him and all this stuff. It's just kind of odd. Yeah. I love Cardi B's a little bit odd. Yeah, she is. You can't, you never know what to expect from from Cardi. 
<laughs> I liked how he was still like relevant with like today's girlies though, like Cardi yeah. and Kim, and that was mm-hmm. yeah, that was nice to see. R.I.P. I don't know who's gonna go next. This is crazy. I know. I, Fucking nuts. I feel like you could guess and maybe get it I, right. I had a dream that Alton John died last night. Okay, that's not your dream. Does not come true. <laughs> no, that's not that good. Way. Yeah, I love Alton. Um, yeah, that would be not. bad. That would honestly, like, I don't even know what would happen if, if Elton passed because I didn't, when Bob Saga passed, like, I know he's America's <laughs> dad and I know people like love him, but I wasn't a, a full house person when I yeah. was a kid. So I didn't like really understand the depth of people's affections for him. And then like, yeah. once he died and I was covering it, I was like, oh my God, like this man, yeah. like, people really love this man. I interviewed his, <laughs> yeah. um, his touring partner and especially because he was like a single dad too yes, so it's like people yeah, felt yeah. a little yeah uh-huh. totally and just the things that the touring partners had like absolutely broke me like he was so devastated and then like i don't know it was a lot mm. of process and that was like the night of some award show what was the award show what was the golden Glo- oh the the golden globes that didn't really actually yeah. happen that's i'm fine with that i don't even watch award shows anymore They're sometimes so maybe the red carpets yeah i don't do any mm-hmm. of that yeah and you can just watch that on instagram seriously well, it's like all the all the um, overnight fashion critics on Instagram. It's yeah. all the gays in their Zara fits talking about other people's fucking fashions. It's like, please, right. <laughs> you guys are wearing those floral button ups from like four years ago. Uh, um, speaking of celebs, earlier last week, like a picture of Celeb Big Brother dropped. Did you see that with the cast lineup? And I took it to be truth. And then I found out that it was just gossip, but it was like, it included a lineup of like Nene, Tiffany Pollard, New York. It was way too good to be true. Neo, Shikari, Richardson. It was a lot. Yeah. There was like, I was was like, there's no way this could be true. Um, But yeah, Nene is not, unfortunately not going to be a part of it. Although I could see that do her doing that now, because there's definitely no way she's going to be invited back on Bravo. Right. Yeah. I I mean, I had a huge falling out with Bravo. I could see Tiffany Pollard doing it because Tiffany Pollard has like nothing else going on, unfortunately, even though she should. She's the queen of reality <laughs> TV. But <laughs> I know I would love to see Tiffany and Nini in the yeah. same room. Like that yeah. would just be so good. But did you see the the new thing that it might it could be Teddy or Tamara? On Celebrity Big Brother? Yeah. So <laughs> apparently a, a picture. So they had Teddy would new... be so like, ugh. <laughs> they have that I new kind of do not. Two... I thought we Two T's in a pod. Is that the, the podcast? Okay. Yeah. They have this new uh-huh. podcast together. Yeah, yeah. And a picture leaked of their the rundown for an upcoming episode. And it was like announced celebrity big brother. So people oh. are thinking that like it's one of them. And then Dave Quinn, the it. housewives reporter at uh-huh. People, he tweeted something like all these rumors about a housewife and you guys aren't naming the right one. So apparently, like there is a housewife that's gonna be on it. And it like if it's Tamara or Teddy. Mm, I, don't know. I mean, I, listen, I'm excited to see Tamara on the new Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Yes. That I'm fighting for. I just that's going to be chaotic. Things. Chaotic. I can't wait. <laughs> I know. It's going to be know. anytime soon because, like, it's probably going to be right after Miami. Yeah, that's what I think. I keep, I've heard like different things, but I, I'm assuming like a spring situation. You're watching Miami, uh, right? 
Oh my god. Okay, yes. we'll get into I it. Love we'll, it. <laughs> we'll Although it. I haven't watched the last episode where Nicole clears the girls, and I <sighs> I keep seeing the clip, and I, I can't. Like you haven't to watch seen it, it yet? No, oh my god! But I'll I tell you about it's it. So good. Okay. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I want to know everything. She's my queen. She she tweeted me after that because I tweeted her and I said, "Ladies and gentlemen, her," and she somehow saw it. I didn't tag her or anything. I guess someone sent it to her, and yeah, she's my new fucking favorite. I know. I at first I was like. With the with the newbies, I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to get to know these no, girls, but I have really enjoyed getting to know Nicole. Like, she's so good. She's great. giving Ashley Darby. Yes. And yes. I, I yeah, love yeah. Ashley. Yes. Shit stir. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you watch, did you watch Cheer 2? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you like, finish in it? A day. Yeah. So good. Okay. We won't give it away for anybody who hasn't seen it, but you guys to definitely check it out. But it's, do you think it was better than the first season? Mm. I felt like it was. Not as good, but I'm happy that they covered the other team. Yes, I love more dynamic. Totally, yeah, I loved the the rivalry. I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. It was like interesting to see how uh, Vante operates his team differently than yeah. Monica. I also yeah. just the whole vibe of yeah. his well, team was is like so straight. different. <laughs> it's very, very straight. I know, very, a lot less gay, but yeah. the, the girls on his team have like yeah. a different like. Mm, yeah like, i don't know they're more intense yeah i so i enjoyed yeah. watching that although i think like if i had to choose a side i would still choose yeah monica's team yeah. i still yeah I, i'm glad that the other team got a little bit of play but i still want monica's team to win i know yeah same same ladarius um, is so draining like he is just one of those toxic people so i like missed all his shit talking toward monica in real time on social media were you i don't follow were you, like him. aware of that i, I don't follow him know. i never did because i did always he always just kind of grated on my nerves a bit he just kind of was like i knew that of all the people with the fame he was the one who was going to probably go off the rails and be fucking insane and but now sure he's enough, like fishing for tadpoles and saying he doesn't care about fame <laughs> but, so I, but then he also was showing up to the competitions with his navarro shirt on he's manic and then I also feel like he kind of gaslights Monica. Like he shits on her and then like gets her in these situations, like cornering her, whether it's at cheer practice or at the hotel and like telling her it's all good and it's all okay, getting her in tears. And then they're hugging. He's and, a like, toxic, toxic person. And she just kind of gives into it. It's the grossest thing to watch. I hate it. Cause she's I a good person. Like a, yes. I, I need like yeah. a follow-up about what happened after the hotel meeting. Like, yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. they good today? I don't know. They filmed that for a long time then because it was like all of 2020. Like two years. Yeah. But it, it's so weird because it feels like Cheer season one came out just yesterday. Like, I know it was so like wild. right when the pandemic hit. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. Like, I think it was like the it was Love is Blind. Before. Yes. Then it was yeah. that. And, and then, then it was unfortunate. King. And Tiger King. Yeah. I'd hate Tiger King. People that like, people still talk about it. They're like, I can't wait till season two. Did a season? Is there a season two? Yeah, there's or season a two. Movie? I tried to, I tried to watch it. I just, I, I couldn't. It's, care. it's, it's triggering. Yeah, because it's that yeah. period of your life that was like not fun at all. So I'm not <laughs> no. watching that. That is not no. Yeah, it <laughs> takes you back to a dark place for sure. Are you watching it just like that? I watched the first two episodes. Okay, but all this discussion about Shay is it Shay yeah Shay Diaz I'm curious the most hated fictional character ever in the LGBT universe and it's because they just 
what's wrong? Like, I don't, I don't know. Cause in the first two um, episodes, I didn't really catch it. The way they're framing Miranda's coming out story is just so chaotic and honestly a little bit damaging to like LGBT. Like, oh. it's just like the way she's coming out. It's like, this is, it's just feels very chaotic and like someone's going to get hurt. And Shay Diaz themselves is just like, um, unwatchable like everything that comes out of shay's mouth is cringeworthy um it's just like it's just shay is just not a likable character to begin with so it's hard to believe that miranda would fall in love so deeply with someone who's just like the polar opposite of someone who of steve who's like a fan favorite oh i love steve like i love steve wouldn't marry him except i hate cheaters i hated him in the movie did he cheat he cheated in the movie remember no, I totally forgot. Yeah, you should okay. go back and watch. Ew, I mean, the Steve. movie is so good. Yeah, I know, but we still love Steve. Steve is yeah. the hottest one on this. The best know, guy I, on there. I find him attractive. It's so weird. I think I a lot of too. people do, though. I do too. Um, um, I, I, that's I so still interesting. Watch that, like it, Miranda though. or Sarah. What? I still say watch. Oh, I was just though. gonna say. Oh. <laughs> still watch it. Okay, I will yeah. watch. I do. I really do want to finish it, just because kind of like euphoria even even though i can't do that one i definitely can do and just like that and i want to be in the know yeah so um and the memes are good yeah um i know i've been seeing them and i'm like what does this mean <laughs> um check it out it's it's like watching a slow train wreck but you gotta do it it's like a bad smell that you gotta keep smelling it's you know i just wonder why um cynthia or sarah ramirez like why if if it if they the writers really botched up this is, coming out is story. Sarah Ramirez is that Shay? Yeah. Okay. I want I wonder why like and neither of them flagged it. Like, hey, like this yeah. doesn't really make sense for the community and like could be hurtful. I don't know. That's um, that's weird to me. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe it just I don't know. But maybe, maybe that's what they want because I think that they want to make mm. Miranda very unlikable this season. It feels like they're intentionally making her like, you know the way that people used to hate Carrie. So oh, I know yeah. <laughs> they're trying to switch the, switch the tables. I don't know. Turn the tables. Yeah. Um, you know, who's generally just hated across the board right now this week. Ew. Jen from Real Housewives of Salt Lake city. Oh my God. Jenny or is it Jen? No, not Je- J- Jenny. Sorry. Jenny. Yeah. Jenny. That? Wild. That is... <laughs> but you know what I knew? You, I knew you had a feeling. Well, yeah, she um when she was first cast on that show, she had all these photos with like an AK-47 and a fucking trucker hat and these bootcut jeans. And I was like, oh, she's a Trumper. Because, you know, they were wearing them bootcut jeans and they have them trucker hats. And that's how they yes. just look like trash. Oh and they love God. guns. I knew yes. it. Wow. It was okay. giving Trumper. Yeah, that no, totally. I I I would have felt the I would have caught the vibe if I had seen those photos. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, I did not see those photos. So then like whenever these Facebook posts came out, I was really like shocked and saddened and disappointed just because you know in, in previous episodes she stood up against mary for the racist things that mary said and so you were like rooting for her but now it's just like mm-hmm. yeah. i'm so tired i like i i can't do it anymore with the housewives specifically because i yeah. feel like they're all just waiting to disappoint me yeah that's how i feel okay so it's changed the way that i like watch reality tv now so, well specifically this format of show like these housewife shows yeah. I don't like, I just wait for everyone to disappoint me. And I'm just like, everyone just understand that everyone's going to be awful. And at some point they're going to just like, I'm waiting for like Karen Huger to have something 
against the LGBTQ. Oh, you know don't I mean? say it. I know no. I don't want to say it. I don't want to speak it into existence, but I'm also just like, I love her, but I'm just waiting for something, the other shoe to drop. But yeah. this show in particular, Salt Lake City, I really do feel, and I was telling um, someone this the other night, I'm, I'm like over SLC, I think. I used to love SLC. I'm going to, uh, let's be real, I'm going to watch it until until it's so bad and until the wheels really fall off the Mormon wagon. I will continue to watch the show, but what am I watching it for? Because Jen's drama is too dark for me. I don't really typically like legal drama. I find mm. it really like just like dark and boring and it feels like a dark cloud hanging over the show. Lisa, I know that she's a Ted Cruz supporter in real life, so I'm waiting for her stuff to come out. I don't think she's any better. She's definitely, everybody's like all in Twitter. They're like, LGBTQ queen, we love her. I'm like, no, guys, she's a Ted Cruz supporter, so I'm waiting for her old tweets to come out or something. Meredith, I guess, is whatever. I'm not even really into Meredith. Um, Whitney, she was filming with a 1-6 insurrectionist woman in her fucking kitchen. One of because one of the remember that yes. Sarah girl oh she, was the one, she was the January forgot. six. Yes, these people. It's like it's just like too dark for me. It's mm. like what are we watching? I don't know. Do you feel? That? I don't know. SOC is just I, like we flew too close to the sun because Mary's <laughs> not on the show anymore. So then it's like, what am I watching this for? Because <laughs> yeah. Mary yeah. was the best part to me, and now that she's a full blown racist, I'm like, I don't even know. I know. Oh my God. I cannot believe the insurrectionist. I, I completely yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Like, how it's, long it's has this Utah. season been on? It's It's been a minute, I guess. Well, that was I, season one when she had that girl, I think. Oh, that was season one. Oh my God. I think it, it was season blends one. Blends together for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm still intrigued by Salt Lake City. I guess I do mm -hmm. want to see how the Jen Shah of it all shakes yeah. out. I, uh, I'm just worried I, what they have left. Because if Mary's not there, and Jenny's probably going to be fired, there's no way yeah. that they keep her on. They all un they all unfollowed her on social media. Yes, I saw that, and I I feel like even if there is forgiveness behind the scenes, no one's going to want to film with her Watch. because no one's going to want to align themselves yeah. with that. Because even if like they talk it out and they find resolution, the audience is still always going to see Jenny as this like nasty racist bigot. Yeah, and. I know Lisa Barlow doesn't want to be involved in that and neither does Meredith Marks. And so like, if, if no one wants to film with her, then a housewife cannot exist. I also think that people can like learn from their mistakes and stuff like that. And that's totally fine. I just don't want to see it on my television. It's yeah. we're in 2022. I don't have time to watch a grown woman no. go to fucking like racism camp. It's ridiculous. Like fucking <laughs> okay. show up fully formed or, but don't like, I'm not going to watch you go to fucking therapy. to like unlearn your fucking hate. Like, it's, totally. it's supposed to be a fun show and then uh, now we have to talk about this shit on the fucking show because they're gonna have to address it so now i already know that now i'm gonna have to sit through this next season it's ridiculous i don't even know also i just feel give like me miami Brad... just give me like a bunch of bitches uh, like shopping and having fun I and, know. Like, you know and they're and they're, they're all like just such bright lights i truly love yeah. each and every one of them um yeah. who's your favorite on the reboot um Alexia. Well, right now it's Dr. Nicole. It's between Alexia and Dr. Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're both amazing. I uh I but I thought they did a really good job of picking new people and then like keeping the perfect OGs. Yeah. Like there's well, no I other get, OGs. I, I want to get into it heavily. 
Okay. First, yeah, before Spook, first, I want to get your, because I want to, because I didn't watch Summer House yet. Oh, and yeah. You know, I love Summer House, but I haven't even gotten to it this week. But have you seen the premiere? I saw the premiere. It was a really good premiere. Okay. Is yeah. the half of this podcast is like me not seeing shit or you not seeing shit. And you're having <laughs> to tell me about it. And I'm telling you, but <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's really I'm good. I'm nervous that I... we're inviting too many people to the house. There's a lot of people in the house. Yes, there are some new additions, but they're either great for TV or yeah. very good looking. Okay. Um, and I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. It was really dramatic. There was definitely a moment um, b- between Carl and Lindsay. I mean, uh, Carl and Lindsay are together. Because they're together. You broke that. Yes. Yes. I broke, broke that, that on page, page six? six. Yeah. So I, I interviewed Lindsay, and I was. They're a I, good couple. They're so I actually cute really together. like them. They're trying it for a second time. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think the stars have finally aligned now that Carl is sober. They just like they both seem to be in a really. Yeah great place and like it's i hope it's gonna work this time but i don't yeah. think we're gonna see a lot of it on the show because i think it because it happens for the end yeah like fully formed towards the end of the summer and kind of like more off camera but they get into a little fight then they make up um and then uh but the kyle and amanda oh my god they hate <laughs> each other <laughs> i don't I heard this is what i this is because I haven't seen it, but I, I this is what I'm gathering from everybody talking about. It. They're like, how are these people getting married? These people like uh, she hates him. Like I hate him. Though. He, well, he he did his whole thing where he like, like goes out Big partying drunk. and doesn't come home and doesn't answer his phone. And she got rightfully pissed. And then she started like throwing his like shit all over the bathroom and bla- like breaking all his like mm. grooming products. And yeah. she called him like 57 times and he didn't answer. I don't know. I. I did not watch the previous season of Summer House. I took a little break. So oh, okay. I, I think I missed a little bit. That um, was actually, I think, their best season. Where they were doing good as a couple? Co- the COVID one. The oh, COVID okay. episode, right? Where they, like last summer, you mean? Hand, yeah, hand yeah, yeah. Last. That, you should go back and watch it. It was really good. Oh, okay. Um, um, but they were doing pretty good then. Yeah. Well, they weren't doing good on the premiere. And then it was like so wild to think that two months after this, crazy ass fight getting married that they got married yeah yeah Ooh, straight couples are all oh no y'all be getting married and i don't know not the gay couples are much better because the yeah couples i don't know yeah i'm i i cannot believe that she actually walked down the aisle after that yeah it will infuriate you when you watch it it was it was really tough to watch huh i'm gonna need a gay on the show soon don't you feel? I know. I know. We're yes, inviting we're... all these people, and there's not really any LGBT but remember the, representation. Remember the OG gay uh, Stephen McGee. Did it love him? Did it love him? I, I, you know, I didn't. Yeah, didn't, didn't form a viewer uh, cast member relationship with him. Like I, I, you know, I, he didn't like pull me in. Um, yeah. But it was nice to see a gay guy on there. So I'm just like wondering what, like, where's the next? I don't gay trust guy? it when they live in New York City, and I don't know anybody that knows them. Oh, how are you is... gay in New York? And I don't know somebody that knows you. You know how this good, world works. Good point. Yeah, good point. In New York, and wasn't it's he like a, very a celebrity? Small city if you're gay. <laughs> wasn't he like an agent or something? Like, and he was friends with like the Olsons or Lindsay Lohan or something. Oh, was he? I don't know. I yeah. There was like yeah. oh Chrissy Teigen. He was like best friends with Chrissy Teigen. That was oh, okay. It. Okay. Yeah. So oh. he knew Chrissy Teigen, but no gays in New York. <laughs> well, we need a gay on the show. I don't know. It's just like I, I you. Know. Me no, we need yeah. a we need someone who's got a like a shorter fuse or a better, a longer fuse because I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't know. 
Yeah, I feel like it's definitely like a you pressure cooker situation. Um, I don't know. I always think of myself like when I'm watching reality shows, I'm like, how would I handle this situation? I feel like I'm so non-confrontational. Like it really, it really takes a lot for me to lash out. I mean, like once I get there, yeah. I can have a pretty sharp tongue, but like it takes me like a while to get yeah. there. It could take me just a second especially with this crew (laughs) like two seconds flat you know what i'm saying it's like someone doesn't take the trash out then we're like fighting oh then that's um, it okay (laughs) so yeah um i still say summer house spinoff in fire island do it someone will remember that show fire island like produced by kelly ripa i like that show yeah that was a good show i'm friends with some of the people from that show um oh kasan the black guy um justin who was kind of like the bear. Oh yeah, he's so cute Brandon, too. who was the they, young photographer. Yeah, yes. I had I met Patrick before, the kind of crazier one, right? The one who was like Patrick. the bartender there. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't, but I don't know him as well. Um, there was one other that I don't think I knew. Yeah, but Kassan's great. Kassan's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. yeah, he's so cute. Couldn't have done that either, but you know. Yeah, but mostly because I like to have fun, and it didn't seem like that house like was very open to having fun. They were more concerned about like their image and the optics of like. Uh-huh. They went to the end of her party and then stood outside the entire time, being like, "I don't know why we're here." It's like, "What are y'all doing?" Like, yeah, <laughs> like go all out or don't do this at all. Totally. You know? um, yeah, yeah. I would have wanted to have like fun, fun. So, yeah, probably well, maybe maybe a, a reboot starring you. Maybe. Then- maybe more like more fun gays <laughs> yes um see i was talking about this with uh my friend jonathan on here the other day shout out jonathan he's always on here um but we were talking about queer eye yeah and we were like we do a reboot of queer eye but it's called queer side eye and you get like actual good gays <sighs> <laughs> we're just like but we show up to someone's house and just fucking drag them we like go through I... the fridge we go through their closets we're like but we're like way meaner we're like don't wait we can drive like, them to the hair appointment but they have to sit in the back seat or in the cab of the truck we're not letting them in the front seat we're like you dirty bitch wait no, please it's... like pitch and produce that because i would watch the Absolutely. shit out of that that would be, so be good. Zeus. Zeus. yeah yeah oh, be... very zeus energy for sure <laughs> jonathan was like and then we have to jump them at the end <laughs> so you know perfect i'm like a gang yeah um Britney and Jamie Lynn. That's there's a lot going on there. Oh my god! <laughs> You're a Britney enthusiast. Oh yes, I, I have. I don't follow it as much now that she's free. Yeah, right. Now that she got free, I'm like, good, she's free. I'm, I'm not gonna like feed into the the machine uh-huh. that put her in this position in the first place. So I try not to like tap too much in. Totally yes, and I, as a lifelong Britney lover, appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that approach but also as a lifelong britney lover i cannot ignore anything yeah so of course i'm on top of it and especially like with my job and stuff i feel like the two things i cover are like yeah 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 it's your job yeah and this britney spears and jamie lynn spears feud has just been insane i cannot believe we got here but we only (laughs) got here because jamie lynn decided to drop this book at like the worst the worst time possible time ever. like what you could tell her someone was in her ear like this is the time to do a book you and they just like push it out you could tell totally all going on yeah i guess she it was that moment. like strike while the iron's hot 
yeah. I, idea behind it. But what's it called? It, it's called Things I Should Have Said, but it was originally called I Must Confess Family Fame and Figuring It Out. And when she did the Call Her Daddy podcast, like that was the the first mm-hmm. thing that that was this Alex, past week. Yeah. And Alex Cooper like immediately said, well, wasn't it called something else? Like, wasn't it like a Britney lyric or something? And she was like, no, that was never it. But uh, yeah. the, the little uh, price tag at Target underneath the book literally says, I must confess. So this, the whole time, like, it just seems like it's always, it, it's always been this vehicle to talk about Britney and capitalize on your sister yeah. relationship yeah. with Britney. And I don't know. Yeah, I do think that, Jamie Lynn Spears has an interesting story. I think that being a teen mom and like being scrutinized by the media and all that yeah. craziness, like there is value in that. And I guess the catch 22, 22 is like, you can't talk about your experience without talking about Brittany, but yeah. like, you also can't sell a book without talking. I don't know. I just, yeah, I, it's kind of, I find yeah. myself talking in circles when I think, <laughs> when I think about it. Yeah. It's fucked up. I mean, it's like, you know, but at the same time, it's like you're capitalizing on this at the worst possible time when it's just like she was finally getting free and we don't want to like, you know, use monetize um, her tragedy. Yeah. You know, and then the, um, like all her press or her like her press tour has just been really confusing, too, because she, you know, on one hand, she says, I knew nothing about the conservatorship. I still don't understand the conservatorship as much as I didn't understand it when it was put in place in 2008 uh-huh. when I was just a 17 year old trying to have a baby. But then she says that she provided Brittany with contacts and resources to end the conservatorship. And she was on the phone with Brittany's lawyer trying to help her end the conservatorship. Yeah, that's, so, so like, she was on the podcast, right? So she was on a podcast last week called Call Her Daddy and yes. she basically showed text messages, right? Um, Yes, yes, Brit- she okay. showed text messages. She she didn't show the text that Britney sent her. She just read that aloud. But then okay. she showed multiple text messages that she allegedly sent to Britney. And the text messages, I just will say, were weird. They were like, yeah. I did this and this and this. And I like the way she, so basically like, I don't know, for instance, like she was like talking about how one time they took a trip to Hawaii. And apparently on this trip to Hawaii, she and Brittany sat on the phone with Brittany's lawyer to discuss options to end the conservatorship. And in the text message, she was like, I sat in Hawaii with you and I called your lawyer and we did this. And it's like, if, if you did that together, you wouldn't need to recap it count. Yeah, yeah. Brittany. It seems like she was You're recapping it for the public. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Huh. That's weird. Cause I'm not listening to that podcast just to hear all of her drama. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's fuck Jamie Lynn Spears all day. She looks like Ted Cruz in a wig, but. A lot of people have said that. And do you know what the, the, the weird thing about the Jamie Lynn Spears of it all is I interviewed her when I was at the Hollywood reporter, right. When her show okay. sweet Magnolias was coming out and that was in like May, 2020. And this was the free Britney movement had already began, but th- Jamie Lynn hadn't been roped into it yet and so you there was still like kind of this mystery about Jamie Lynn's role in Britney's conservatorship but no one was pointing fingers at her no one really had a reason to the only reason why you know people are looking at Jamie Lynn now is because in you know Britney's explosive powerful testimony she said like my family and she didn't exclude anyone she said my family did nothing to help but this was May 2020 and we didn't know that and I interviewed Jamie Lynn Spears and we had like 
a wonderful conversation. And as like a lifelong Britney Spears fan, like this was like a bucket list moment for me. We talked about Britney. We talked like we talked about it all and it was so yeah. great. And then she like followed me on Instagram and she like gave me this like beautiful shout out about how, how much she loved the piece and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I've been posting my feelings about Britney yeah. for a while now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah. She still follows me. Yeah. And so I'm like wondering when or if that yeah. will end at some point because I got, she still follows me. And this week I exclusively uh, got Britney cease and desist to Jamie Lynn uh, for page six that I posted. So I kind of like thought that was going to be the nail in the coffin, but she still follows me. So I don't, I don't know what I, yeah. I'm, maybe I'm just like self-centered and like thinking like, she follows you on Twitter on Instagram on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So huh. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Jin Shaw follows me on Twitter and I'd be dragging oh. that bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> I dra- I dra- <laughs> oh my God. I've been dragging her ass for fucking since, since the feds came down well, and dragged her ass to jail. To know, she probably wants to know what Patch Up Boy is saying about her. I can see why yeah. she still follows. She followed me early on, but I don't know if she's reading or what. Brooks Marks follows me too. And I, there was a couple times where I was, <laughs> but we like Brooks Marks. He's I do fun. like him. Yeah. We do. He has fun. And he like looks so good. I don't know if he's like, yeah gotten some things done here and there definitely i'm sure it's the lips or something he's getting i think i think it looks really good like the lips and the jawline like i'm I'm actually i'm getting jawline filler from dr jen on orange county are you really Um, oh do you know steven krugel Uh, yep he was just on here last week oh and he got it right he gets he goes to her yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I <laughs> should um, connect you guys. You guys can drive down to the OC together and get your jaw filler. <laughs> did he like it? Yeah, he loves it. I mean, he's he's really big into that stuff. So I've never gotten. I should get jaw filler. You want to just make your jaw more like? I want like, I just I want to look like Johnny Bravo. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I want to be like square. I know. I, I want to take a photo of my face and put it on my Instagram and just ask viewers, tell me what I should, what I should get done. <laughs> Drop down in the comments below and let me know how to fix my face. Fix that well, face. <laughs> yes, fix, fix that, that face. face. <laughs> fix that face. I know. Ooh, don't make that face, Nini. <laughs> ever well, ever since I moved to LA, I feel like that's I like that's like my inner saboteur. Fix that face. Fix that face. Like yeah. all the time. <laughs> and so I, I have gone to fix my face a few Is times. That- I've I've done two rounds of Botox so far. And oh, wow. I got my lips done. So okay. we um we're yeah. we're here living <laughs> we're like in the in West, LA in West Hollywood, right? Yeah. Uh I'm in Studio City now. Okay. Um but I don't know I what that means. West Hollywood. But... So okay. Wait, actually, speaking of Studio City and Britney, do you know what's really crazy? So Brian and I found she used this to place be here. over there all the time, right? For like it was yeah. She this she loved cruising down Ventura during the <laughs> 2007 era. Yeah, and we're really close there. And she could but... drive. Yeah, I know. Well, she can drive again. again. She can drive yeah. again. Yes, we're, yeah. we've, <laughs> we've come full circle. But uh, where we are in Studio City, it's in this uh, neighborhood called Colfax Meadows. And so when I put it together, I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't know if you remember, but like Brittany and K-Fed had this like secret wedding ceremony at some random house in Studio City. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, because I'm psychotic, I remember that it was in this neighborhood called Colfax Meadows. And so I was like, I wonder how close we are to Brittany's yeah marital venue yeah. and i like live in the neighborhood so like on my right like little daily walk <laughs> i like walked by Brittany and k-fed's wedding house i'm like hey, hey. whose house was it it was like um it was like an agent or something okay. that she just borrowed apparently like their wedding venue and location had leaked and so 
to you know yeah. get beyond that they had an engagement party and then once everyone got to the house it was like surprise it's actually a wedding so yeah okay um yeah so she looked like trash in those wedding her. photos i'm not gonna lie the hair i uh, do the, know the, the brown I, it was the well, brunette right yeah it was kind of like that auburny reddish brown color and i feel like Brittany, I, I don't know if she like subconsciously dyes her hair brown for like dark moments in her mm-hmm. life. Uh, more like mature. I, like, I feel like whenever something doesn't last, she had brown hair for like the beginning yeah. of it. This I don't know if this is making sense. Although she was blonde during the Jason Alexander Vegas wedding. Yeah, but so. that was like that was pre chaotic. Like that was the beginning of the chaos. Jason Alexander marked like okay, now we're right. That was like I mean, the, yeah, that was like the the jump off. The jump off of <laughs> so, her being like a young woman alone in this world, really just yeah. being kind of cuckoo, you know. Um, sorry for yeah, you know, not cuckoo, but you know, run right. wild, just um, navigating it all by herself yeah. or trying to before yeah the people came in and didn't let her yeah. Wait, I want to go back to Botox and stuff. So like living yes. in LA, like coming from New York, was that like a big culture shock for you? Like when the gays, especially like, I mean, I've, everybody's getting it there. I mean, it's like, that's not everyone, obviously that's a thing, but. Yeah, it was, it's, I feel like everyone gets a lot of stuff done here, but also doesn't really talk about it. People so, don't really talk about it in New York, but like everyone's getting. Yeah. And so I kind of like, I'm just, I feel like I've just kind of become more aware and yeah. so i'll like i'll like know what to look for and i'm like oh he he definitely has some lip filler or he definitely yeah. gets some botox yeah. and it like i think the right amount looks great so yeah. shout I out I love like, you guys for doing it do what you want to do listen i'm dumb and happy in 2022 the less i know the better i don't care as long as you're happy <laughs> i'm good i might get something done too i want to fill my fucking face up not crazy but <laughs> I'm ready. I know. You know? Well, that's the I'm thing bored. too. Like once you start doing it, you kind yeah. of get a little like fixated on it. Like I remember when I first got my lips done, it was something that like I had thought about for a long time. I just wanted mm. something. I just wanted a, a little heavier. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and so I, and I was scared because I like being a guy getting lip filler. I, I always thought that if I got it, like I would look like Trinity Tuck Taylor and I like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want Catman? that. Is no, that which one's Trinity? No, Trinity is from um from Drag Race. And oh, okay. The, okay. See, I'm she has so really bad. big, beautiful lips. <laughs> okay. I we we don't have the same aesthetic goals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um. <laughs> so I was I was scared of that, but finally I was just like in the chair one day getting Botox, and I was like, "Fuck it, let's do the lips." Um. And then I got them done, and I loved them. And then I'm like looking in the mirror, and I'm like, "Wait, did I do I need more?" Like I think yeah. I need more, and I I don't need more, and I that's the that's like the the mental part of it did you go to dr jen for your lips no no this i went to um i went i was referred to someone from a friend like someone got now you're gonna go to dr jen for your for my jaw filler yeah and i'm i want to ask her what she thinks of the work i've had this far i want to ask what she thinks of the season of rehearsals the oc (laughs) (laughs) i know well what do you think are you watching I am. So let's get into it a little bit and then we'll head over to the B side. Um, I have several thoughts about Noella specifically. Okay. Um, I'm enjoying the show. It's not my favorite. It never has been and it's never gonna be because I don't really like the locale and it just doesn't have the flavor for me. Mm -hmm. But it's the best that the show's been in a very long time. 
Um, yeah, I agree. I don't think that I thought Jen was going to give more. I'm not like loving her. Um, I think she might be one she, and done. She might be like so? a one hit wonder. I think she has potential, but isn't. I, I, I feel like. I feel like maybe a lot of Jen has been edited out. I don't know. I feel like yeah. it's weird. I feel like she's the not editing on the show used. feels weird in general. That feels like an odd season because I mean, obviously that woman, Nicole was supposed to be a housewife oh God, yeah. and then completely like dipped out, but you know, apparently this past reason. week was her last episode. So she didn't even get like a ceremonious yeah. goodbye or anything. She was weird and I liked her. Yeah. I, yeah. I liked her and I love like the, the very pink, <laughs> cheeks <laughs> it's like all over yeah she's so oc um yeah i want to get into more i want to discuss noella because she's one of the most interesting villains i think on bravo currently um one of the best villains totally. doesn't even realize she's a villain by the way she thinks she's the good guy um but i want to <laughs> yeah. i want to dissect that a bit um but i love her um but tell the people where to follow you on social media and tell the people what you've got going on yeah. What I've got going on. Um, I'm interviewing. <laughs> the, getting Botox. Yeah, get, <laughs> when I'm not getting Botox or jaw filler, I am. I'm. I'm working. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you can uh, go to page6.com and, and see what I've got going on over mm -hmm. there. I post a lot of it on my Instagram at Evan Real. Um, I'm interviewing some of the Jersey girls coming up for the new season. So that'll be exciting. Who are you interviewing? And, I'm interviewing Dolores, Melissa, and Jennifer, who I'm most excited Dolores is for. good. Jennifer's going to be good because it's the season yeah. all about her. It's going to be a lot about wait. her. Yeah. yeah. And Dolores yeah, always gives good. you really good tea. Yeah, I, I love Dolores. She, um, I've actually never interviewed her before. So I'm she's fun. She's very personable. Yeah. When I first met Dolores, it wasn't for an interview. I just met her on a, we were on a boat party and I met her with Siggy. And oh. I was just talking to her within the first five minutes. I'm talking to her. She was like, yeah, fuck Danielle. Danielle's a whore. My cousin was her pimp. And like all this stuff. And I was like, what? That doesn't even make sense. I don't even know what to do with this. I didn't even oh ask about Danielle. She just like offered this information. <laughs> I don't know if she was like, maybe a little bit drunk. I don't know. She had but it out for fun. Danielle. She really did. Danielle, uh, Dolores just really tells it like it is. Uh -huh. I miss them. Can't wait. Yeah. When are you interviewing those women? Because this, because it's February first that that. Yeah, so it's like next I week. Got, I got uh, Dolores on Thursday, Jennifer on Friday, and then I have Melissa on premiere day on the first. So yeah, it's Melissa's all coming whatever, up really fast. Know, but we love them all. <laughs> Do you know what I love about Melissa though? She's just so gorgeous. I she just is. love. She's I love Barbie. seeing her on camera. She is so beautiful. She yeah. uh, she is not just her beauty. She's got Melissa, good style. Yes, great style. It's just, I mean, not even Grace. It's just like she dresses well. Yeah, you know, she looks good she on camera, and it's so like good. nice to have. And she's like the voice of reason. Like we, yeah, we couldn't do the show without her. Like we do need that like centering. She makes the show look good. Point of view. Yeah, yeah. I totally. don't really care that she doesn't ever have a storyline. It's okay. Dolores too. Like Dolores doesn't really ever have a storyline. I mean, she looks good. Yeah, I'm happy she's uh, here. Yes, same. Yeah. Um. You guys know where to follow me on social media. You know where to look up the bonus episodes. That's patreon.com slash the B list. You can subscribe there. We're going to go over to the B side so we can talk about Real Housewives of OC and Miami. Yes. We're going to get into it. Okay. Uh, bye, guys. <laughs> bye. <laughs>